0: Time for the rural news now with Kim Moody in Ototahi Kyoto Kim. Gloria Vale has lost its Manuka Honey license.
1: Kia ora, Max. Yeah, the unique Manuka Factor Honey Association has revoked a licence jointly held by the Forest Gold and Lamoka Honey Brands, which are run by the community. It follows an employment court ruling earlier this year that members of the community who worked up to 70 hours a week for years were not volunteers. Association Chief Executive John Rawcliffe says an independent panel made the decision after a full review of the situation.
0: The decision is uh, to let go of their marketing license to to stop them having a marketing license and being a member of the association. It was a hard decision for the board to make. The decision was based on uh, the reputation and goodwill that UMF has in the international market. We represent about 70% of all the export sales of retail Manuka honey. And on that basis, with the court ruling, um, we had to ensure that that goodwill was protected.
1: He says the decision means the companies cannot use the UMF quality mark, but they can continue to export their manuka or honey.
0: The UMF quality mark's got international recognition, As I said, we represent about 70% of the retail pack honey exporting overseas. We've got a series of standards in behind it. Some of the fundamental principles are ensuring that we meet our environmental issues. We actually um, be health uh, in terms of employment and all those sort of basic things that give the customer confidence that it's come from New Zealand and it's got those standards, let alone the uniqueness of the honey.
1: John Rawcliffe says Gloria Vale has not appealed the decision. Also in response to the Employment Court ruling, meat companies Ansco and Silverfern Farms cut ties with Gloria Vale's awful processing company, Value Proteins. And in June, Westland Milk announced it would stop collecting milk from the community's dairy farms. Gloria Vale filed an application for an interim injunction, and Westland agreed to continue collecting milk until the court considers the application. In the UK, farmers formed a tractor guard of honour to pay tribute to the Queen as her procession passed through Aberdeenshire in Scotland on its way to Edinburgh. Aerial footage shows dozens of the tractors parked on either side of the road. Farmers in New Zealand have also paid tribute. Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard says the Queen took a great interest in farming and visited a sheep farm in New Zealand on her first visit here after her coronation 69 years ago. He says she famously loved her horses, her dogs, dogs, driving trucks and getting out in the hills for hunting and walking, which is something many of the group's members can relate to. Meat exports increased 26% in the year to July, reaching $1.1 billion. New figures show China remains the standout market, with red meat exports worth $460 million. That's up 42% on last July. Meat Industry Association Chief Executive Surma Karapiva says strong red, red, red meat prices are helping to combat market volatility and higher costs. We are one of the most environmentally efficient producers of red meat. We have very strong animal welfare credentials, antibiotic prey and, and the likes. And you know, we're seeing customers and consumers around the world starting to look for those attributes, particularly in wealthy countries like in the European Union. Other markets also showed growth. Exports to Japan were up 36%, and the Netherlands imported $38 million of New Zealand meat, a 132% increase on July last year. Two Dunedin women have diverted four tonnes worth of bread destined for the landfill and turned it into alcohol. Jenny MacDonald and Sue Stockwell started Dunedin Craft Distillers in 2020 in a bid to reduce bakery waste. Sue Stockwell told 9 to Noon they use everything from sliced bread to croissants, raspberry buns, date scones and cheese rolls to make gin and vodka.
0: The bread works like potatoes do for vodkas. It acts as our carbohydrate source in a mash. So we're basically brewers as well as as distillers. So we we brew a a light beer from the bread, which is then distilled into into the uh, spirits.
1: She says they've figured out what carb-heavy treats do the job, but a brief foray into using garlic naan didn't produce the best-tasting alcohol. Primary industry exports have helped lift the, product, the profits of Māori-owned businesses. The Tā Umanga Māori report recently released by StatsNZ shows the total income of Māori authorities in the 2021 financial year was $3.95 billion, a 19 per cent rise on the previous year. Milk powder, butter and cheese contributed to about a quarter of those exports. Associate Minister of Statistics Mika Waiteri says the report shows Māori businesses are lifting their operations at pace and creating more opportunities for growth.
0: Māori businesses are actually leading the way, and that is care for the land, care for the waterway, the people, the animals that we produce will mean that we will not only meet our climate change, I guess, targets, but will also ensure that the profitability of our country and our unique place in the world will be recognised when we go to export our goods to our trading partners.
1: Mecca ka And lastly, venison export prices are tracking well ahead of last year, but haven't bounced back to pre-COVID prices just yet. AgriHQ senior analyst Mal Crowde says venison's fetching between $8.35 and $8.55 a kilo, which is less than hoped. If we look at our key European, Asian and North American markets, they are slowly recovering their demand to pre-pandemic levels, but unfortunately it's the inflation costs that are just reducing money in consumer wallets, which is hitting that fine dining and venison consumption. There are positive results coming from a major push of venison into the US retail sectors, just with the use of the 500-gram minced or ground venison bricks. Now, the demand for the bricks has been growing month on month since being released, um, which is really positive, and it's expected to continue just as consumers become uh, more familiar with venison. And Mel Crowde says ongoing issues with sea freight is still causing issues, particularly as the chilled venison season gets underway. That's the Rural News. Koerā te porongo or te tai whenua.